cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. Webmaster Radio helps you to find your inner peace and help you discover the key to success. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, it's time to find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask and earn the rewards of your good karma. And now Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. I just came back from a lovely vacation where I had Vanessa filling in for me, talking about her fascination with Buffy the Vampire SEO Slayer. Um, <laughs> really on top of her game there. Uh, one of the fire moments of information coming from a Google employee. But this week, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be doing some site reviews of new sites or underdeveloped sites. So if you have a new site or if you have a site that's been around for a while but you just really haven't been able to fully develop it, um, go on into the chat room, plug the information in, and I'll uh, get into it in the wrap-up. Um, and today is Thursday, September 7th. So if you're listening, it's got to be Thursday, September 7th for it to get covered. All right? And the reason why I'm doing this is because I was in the forums earlier today. And in the forums, I noticed that someone, a new person, had posted a comment, and no one had responded to this person. Um, pretty much it was, my site has been up and running for real for about two months. My overall ranking is climbing well. I have quite a few links, but not as many as I would like. Some of my positions on the search engines are up to the second page or better. My traffic is terrible, only three to five visitors per day, every day. I would think that you would get more than this by accident. I just need some suggestions to help a little. Like I say, a site should get more than this by accident. So the person that said that, you know, they sort of are correct. If you do have a site and it is properly built and all that fun stuff, you should get more traffic than three to five people a day by accident. But I don't like using the word by accident because really you do have to earn your traffic and you have to work at it. So in general, before you know, we start talking about any specific sites, make sure your site has real content, okay? And you've got to have content, content, content. And I know, you know Matt Cutts of Google says this, and all the other search engine guys say it. Tim Converse says it you know, from Yahoo. All the guys are saying it. And you know, a lot of the black hats are going to be laughing, but all of the black hats know there is a minimum amount of content you need because without a minimum amount of content, you know, you're never going to be able to get ranking and stay high, you know, unless you're going for a purely churn and burn business model, which I doubt any listeners are doing right now because that would be bad and it wouldn't be appreciated by the search engine employees. See, little shout out to trying to be nice here. <laughs> um, so just get out your quality content, and ways you can do your quality content is make sure your new sites 
have the minimum contact form and privacy policy. Two simple pages, you can automatically generate them, and your site automatically looks legit. If a site doesn't have a contact form and it doesn't have a privacy policy, a lot of users start thinking twice about it. Secondly, maybe add a directory to your site. Add a page about how to do something, how to install a product or service, how to repair it, how to modify it, how to use it with another product or something. Um, create an image gallery. And with that image gallery, don't just put up images, also put up text descriptions. And the text description should be at least two to three sentences for every image. Testimonials. Preferably use real testimonials because, hey, if a, you know, if a person from your site really loved it so much and they used your product or service or whatever, they're going to be using keyword phrases that you had never thought of. And, of course, some people, let's be real here, do just make up their own fake testimonials and make it seem like John from Washington or George Washington from, you know, is uh, writing out these messages. Information articles about, you know, the industry as a whole, um, just giving out anything and useful. Another way to get content, do a review of books from your industry. So if you're talking about, you know, hand lotion or if you're talking about paper clips or you're talking about calculators, um, I'm sure there's a bunch of books about calculator tricks and there's a bunch of books about office supplies and how to run a well-managed office. And if you have something about hand lotion, I'm sure there's books about skin care. So there's always a lot of books out there and do an editorial review of your own words. Don't just copy and paste, actually do real unique content. Another way to do, look at your recent news articles. When you have recent uh, in your industry, I'm sure there's news going on every single day. You don't have to publish news every day, but just maybe do a monthly recap of the big interesting headlines and do your own personal editorial write-up. That way you have unique content, it'll be keyword rich, and it'll also be helpful to the user. Add a glossary or dictionary. And if you do this, make sure the definitions are two to three lines long, at least. You know, don't just say, um, you know, paperclip. It's a round piece of wire metal, okay? Something that short is not going to help you at all. Another thing that you could be doing is put a history of your company, a history of your product or service, cover your common myths. If you're going to be doing a page about FAQs, Go to your forum sites that deal with your industry and note what are people constantly posting about. You know, don't do an FAQ about what you think it should be. Do an FAQ about what people honestly are doing. So with all that fun stuff out of the way, okay, those are basic preliminaries. Get this basic, you know, content out there because once you have uh, hit this minimum level of quality content, you'll have a much easier time getting links. And let's be real here. Links are way more important than content, but if you don't have content, you might as well be, you know, trying to put out a fire by spitting on it. You're going to get nowhere. So you need a bit of content to go get your quality links, and then you're going to be off to the races, and you're going to be happy. So to talk about real-life examples here, we got a few people that submitted it, um, and if you want, go ahead. Feel free to send me a private message by uh, clicking on my name in the chat room and send me your website, and I'll make sure to get to it. Um, and the first one we're talking about is fine-art-collector.com. Um, this is a site for an artist. Uh, let me 
plug it in the chat room there, um, and the artist, he's looking to get more traffic and all that other fun stuff. Um, looking at the site, I'm just clicking around, and a few things I notice is the site has the uh, address, the P.O. box address of the person in an image. Get it out of the image, make it text. By having that, all the local search engines, they love to see this, so it's going to help you with the local search engines. Get the street address, get the state in there, all of that fun stuff. And don't have it in images. I know it looks pretty in an image, and if you really want, keep it in an image, but also list it in pure text. So that way all the search engines can actually see it and index it and take notice of it. Um, another thing I have a problem with on this site is that it looks like half the stuff is insecure and the other half is unsecure. So I keep on getting this pesky, annoying IE message saying, hey, you're bouncing between secure and unsecure. So if you need secure on your site, go all the way so that way you don't have people bouncing back and forth between the two. Um, the other thing annoying with fine-art-collector is most of the pages are error pages. You know, it says, sorry, no records that match your search criteria were found. So if I'm clicking around and I'm seeing all that, as a user, it's going to annoy me. And number two, from a search engine point of view, it's going to look like you have a terrible site with a bunch of duplicate content and all that fun stuff. So that's bad. Don't do that. Don't put a link to a page unless you have content for that page. Another thing I notice is that it has a lot of text links, which are good. However, all the text links are jammed up at the top of the code. So by doing this, you're making the search engine go through 18 kilobytes of code, okay, before it sees anything new or interesting or unique. Search engines are not going to like that at all. So either you use some CSS trick, use a HTML table layout, you know, to play around. You can still have it on the left side or the right side, whatever you prefer. But using these different tricks, you can lower it in the code. So that way the search engines will see that you have unique code faster. Also, if you have a template of, let's say, 18 ki uh, kilobytes and you have unique content of 2 kilobytes, you're talking about a 10% unique ratio. That's really low. So if your template is that big, make sure you have a lot more unique content per page than just, you know, 2 uh, out of 18. That's not a good ratio to have at all. Search engines, again, are not going to be liking it. And again, you know, asking for 3 or 4 um, kilobytes of information per page, that's not that much more information. That's just like asking for another paragraph, maybe two. Um, so that's my little input for Fine Art Collector. Um, let me take another quick look, grab the next site we're going to be doing here. Um, da -da 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 -da. Yeah, people are still complaining about Fine Art Collector and that annoying secure and non-secure thing. So, um, And someone also suggested it's probably a problem with an image. Um, so, um, all right. Moving on to the next site. I'm going to be moving on to, where is it, where is it, let me check my glasses, oh, they're still on, okay, cool, um, articleonramp.com. Um, this is a site looking here, and pretty much it looks like this site is for SEOs to submit their articles, and the reason why I say SEOs is because 
let's be honest, that's really who goes after this stuff the most because we want to get our links. So SEOs provide free articles to all of these different article websites, and in exchange, they're hoping that people will give them uh, links in the bylines or within the actual content if they're lucky. So if you're looking at articleonramp.com, my first suggestion is this type of site, don't worry about SEO first. Worry about satisfying your audience, and your audience is going to be SEOs. SEOs are probably going to be finding out about the stuff from conferences, from SEO forums, uh, telling people word of mouth. So definitely promote it on that way. Now, of course, you're saying, yeah, but Craig, I still want to be searching, you know, if someone goes to Google or Yahoo or MSN and they search for, you know, article database or, you know, article submission sites, I want to be found. Okay. Well, if you're going to be doing that, you'll still get traffic that way. Um, get right up some how-tos, how to write a good article, all of that fun stuff. It's going to help the SEOs give you better information, and it's also going to give you better content that's going to help you as say, hey, this is a quality article website. Because if you're just scraping out article submissions, no one's really going to pay that much attention to you because you're not really going to be that much different from any other site out there. Because last time I checked, there was over 500 decent you know, article sites. And by decent, I mean they were all trying to do a good job. I would say there's probably less than 10 or 20 that actually are very useful. But in other words, there's a bunch of people in this marketplace. It's heavily saturated. Everyone's trying to do what you're doing. So you have to be better than them. How are you going to be better? By offering better customer support. Help the SEO people do better articles and help educate them. By doing that, people start linking into you more, and it'll also get you better content. So go down that road. Um, and that's about all I'm going to be saying about helping out the article submission sites. <laughs> um, going on because it's just trying to focus more on general sites and not really sites focused at SEO. Um, another fun site here, um, I'll give it a sh uh, I'll mention it here. Unfortunately, it doesn't apply because it's lafayette-online.com. And thanks for submitting it, but unfortunately, uh, well, not unfortunately, but it definitely does not fall under the underdeveloped category. Um, Google has hundreds, if not thousands of pages, depending on what count you're using. And it also has a bunch of link love from Purdue University, which has their EDU site. The reason why I want to mention this, even though it doesn't qualify, is because this is a great site to learn from. It's a local travel site. It's going on for their you know, little local mm -hmm. geographic area. And to get some link love, all they did was they got hooked up with their local university, which happens to be a high-powered university. Okay, they were lucky. You probably don't have a high-powered university in your backyard. But you know what? I'm sure you do have some community college or, you know, some local government office, you know, the mayor's office, anything like that, contact your local resources. You'll be amazed at how helpful even getting a listing from your chamber of commerce can help you. So don't underestimate the power of, you know, what you have in your own backyard, whether it's a university or community college 
or it's the mayor's office that has a link to local businesses or chamber of commerce, even the state bar association for lawyers. You know, there's a bunch of local organizations that have websites nowadays. Go after them, contact them. As long as you have a decent site, you'll be surprised at how much link love you can enjoy. On that note, I'm going to be taking a quick commercial break to listen to our fabulous sponsors and be right back with some more site reviews. Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The Flamethrower. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. I only find you attractive to me. Good. How about you, dear? <laughs> Mmm, is that that lovely steamy odor of sex? Wow, it smells like sex. Anyway, all right. That's funny. Everybody in the chat room's going, oh, they're in love. I like that whole aspect of I'm on radio, no one can see what I look like, and it was sort of my nice ha 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 to the listening audience. Clad, just in a pair of heels. Naked, wearing only. I hear. say Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. But my love, my lover, my lady is the sea. It is nice to be celibate as long as you can do it with everybody. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I know. Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. FM. Now back to Good Karma. Only on Webmaster Radio. FM. Now, here's your host. Hey everybody, it's Greg Now, and I'm back here, and I'm doing some site reviews about new or underdeveloped sites. 
Um, and while I was asking in the chat room for some sites, um, Todd was so nice to volunteer his own site, oilman.ca. Um, only word of wisdom for that is, come on, get it onto a good, good old American uh, domain. Enough of this .ca, you crazy uh, Canuck you. All right. And also, if you were interested, um, lafayette-online.com was, we didn't really review it, but it did have some nice things uh, that it had done well, so I used it to highlight those good things. Um, so if you're interested in lafayette-online.com, there's currently a bidding war because it was started back in 95. The domain was not touched since 1996 when it was moved from one ISP to another, and it's got a really good site to go after if you like those old, crusty sites to reuse for your own evil purposes, shall we say? So come on in into the chat room and ask about for lafayette-online.com or shoot me an email at goodroi, and we'll get you hooked up if you're interested in getting into this bidding war that's unexpectedly popped up here. Um, moving on to the next site, we have, let's see, where is it? It is OutfrontPS.com. Um, looking at this site, um, OutfrontPS.com, a little background on it here. Uh, the person that's doing it um, had an original site for all cover portable systems, okay? New names coming into effect October 11th. And so allcoversystems.com is then, I assume they're going to be dropping that and just going with this new domain and this new company name. Um, and what they're trying to figure out is how the heck to make the best out of this new domain and all that fun stuff. Um, well, in general, if you're going to be doing migrating over to a new site, um, hopefully you're lucky and you've owned the site for a long time and you've had um, some page up there with some type of information, but doubtful. You probably, for some reason, had to change the name because you're moving or something or a legal issue. Um, so for all those people that have to get new domain names and move their company over to a new website, um, what you want to do is don't forget about 301-ing the old site, okay? 301-ing is by putting an automatic redirect on your old site. So that way the search engine knows that it's permanently moved. It's not a temporary redirect or anything like that. This is a permanent thing. And I don't suggest that you put it on and take it off. If when you're playing around with 301s, literally treat them as permanent. Once they're on there, leave them on there. And if you do have significant link popularity to your old domain, pay that old domain registration for several years and just let it sit there. Don't let it go away. Don't let someone grab it up and then 301 it to their own site or do any other funky stuff with it, okay? Um, because a lot of people are always out there looking for expiring domains that have a lot of backlinks. So you don't want the, anyone to do that. Secure your domains and make sure to make a note that every year you renew it, or if you're really bad with that, just renew it for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, okay? Probably not 20 years, but you get the idea. Um, and then once you have that 301 in place, now start focusing on this new site. This new site, if you're going to have both of them um, up at the same time for whatever weird reason, be aware of duplicate content issues, okay? 
Um, some people don't want to take the old site down right away. They like it to linger for a little bit, and that causes duplicate content issues because lots of times they get lazy and don't create brand new content. My point of view is if you're starting with a new site, you probably haven't touched your old site in several months, if not several years. And I'm sure your product lines have changed. I'm sure your services have changed, all that other fun stuff. Also, the market's changed, and what people are talking about and the keywords they're using to search have probably changed. If you're lucky, they haven't changed much. But, you know, people are always using new adjectives. Um, you know, it might be, hey, here's a new cool toy, or this is a really rad toy. You know, so slang changes, all that fun stuff. And as much as you think your keywords don't change, they do, especially keyword combinations. Um, whoever knew about podcasts? You know, no one was talking about podcasts two years ago, and now people are starting websites for church podcasts or sports podcasts. So, you know, definitely there are always new keyword combinations to go after, and by creating brand new content for y your new site, you can go after it. Um, talking specifically about OutfrontPS.com, bottom line, it's uh, doing a good job here. Um, it does have text links, but not too many of them. Um, it's got nice content. The one thing I would say is fix the width. Um, it looks like you're forcing the user into a wider width. Not really a search engine issue, but from a usability point of view, it's going to be pissing people off. So not really sure what the heck you got in there. Um, just doing a quick look in around there. Um, another thing I see you got... Um, uh, looks like a bit of CSS. Um, I don't see a, the problem with CSS in here, but in general, I'll say to other people, if you're doing CSS, make sure it's a standalone file. What do I mean? I mean, don't be copying your CSS, your 20, 30, 40 lines of CSS code on inside every page. Refer it to an outside file. Because by doing that, you reduce the size of your template. And as we say, you know, template code, search engines actually do, do pay attention to it. It's not a huge critical thing, but it is noticed. And if you have very little unique and very, very high templated code, identical on every single page, you're going to have problems. Okay? Um, so get a, as much of your stuff, whether it's JavaScript or CSS, Get it out of your site. Keep it in a separate, uh, I'm sorry, not out of your site. Get it off of your pages and onto a separate file. Once it's on a separate file, you can have fun and, you know, go on. And Also, it's going to keep up your bandwidth. It's going to lower it. Um, click it around. I see you got some nice layouts, but very little text with these pictures. Um, as I said earlier with these pictures, looking around in your photo gallery, I don't know what I'm looking at. You know, I'm looking at a nice, pretty picture, but from a search engine point of view, totally useless. Um, what it would be much better is have someone sit down and actually give a description of what they're doing. And since this, you know, is selling a product, say how they're setting up that product, how little time it took, how many people, all of that fun stuff. So that way, if I was a user and I came to this site, Number one, I would be very informed in other words, not just seeing a pretty picture, but I'd say, wow, this is model 
1024A, whatever. It only took two people one hour to set up, and it costs this much, and I can click here to buy now. Okay? That would be very useful from a user point of view, and also it gives keywords to the search engines, and they love keywords. So give them keywords. Um, also, it doesn't look like your photos have decent alt tags, so um, go play around with those alt tags. Uh, da -da um, it's nice that you have a crumb trail on the top. Um, helps out the navigation. Also helps the search engines if they get to a page towards the bottom of your site because someone has a deep link. You never know when your deep link, you know, who's got a deep link to you. Lots of times I've had universities deep link into my sites. And it's great, but once you have, you know, like this very huge, important link going, you know, five levels down into your site, you're wondering, man, how do I get this link popularity throughout to other pages? And one way you do that is by adding, um, you know, a link trail. And it's helpful for the user navigation, and it's also helpful to spread out your link love throughout your site. So let me pop back in, make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, uh, doing quick search here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you do have a search box, make sure you're um, got to be prepared for people typing in anything, including people that type in dog poo. Uh, if people are typing in dog poo, uh, you never know what they're going to type in. Um, so make sure you're going to be servicing them in whatever fashion. You know, have a good error message saying this is what we provide. Because if you're only searching your own personal database, the user's going to get very frustrated if he thinks he's searching the web. So say, sorry, we didn't find anything in our personal database, but as a service to you, we're also going to show you a worldwide web search. Um, and that's easy enough to do. So looks like I've pretty much cleared everything out here. Um, oh, God. NFCPerformance.com. Let's take a quick look. Um, and this is going to be last call. Going to be making this a short show today. But um, uh, NFCPerformance.com. Um, pretty heavy on the graphics, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But um, in general, if you have a lot of graphics on your site, pay attention to how fast they load. And if people are on a slower um, on dial-up or if their high-speed connection really isn't too high-speed, they might have issues. So be concerned about that. Um, also, if you're going to be doing fancy navigation bars, um, you know, be careful that you don't do it so fancy using JavaScript or something else that the search engines can't follow along. Um, the search engines, they're getting smarter and they're getting better at handling JavaScript, but really, why do you want to make life hard for the search engines? Make it as simple as possible and always have text links. If you're going to have a beautiful um, you know, JavaScript or some user-defined navigation that a search engine robot will be unable to follow, make sure you have a sitemap. And that sitemap on your you know, site has text links that are hard-coded and very simple and very easy for the search engines to follow. Um, again, look at this, you know, selling um, some car supplies, it looks like. 
nice touch that you have water stamps all over your uh, pictures because picture image theft on the Internet is rampant. There's just no way around it. People are always going to be stealing any good image out there. So one way to fight it is with water stamps. Um, and that's done well here. Um, get your alt tags in there. And if you're using, I, if I had to guess, I'd say this site is probably just using a data feed. If you're using a data feed, don't use it just like everybody else because you're probably the 1,000th person to use this data feed. Google already has 999 copies of this data feed. They don't care about your copy, okay? So we were like, well, Greg, how the heck am I supposed to deal with this? Well, you deal with it by, if you're fortunate enough, if you have enough time and your profit margin is high enough that you can actually spend individual time writing up your own write-ups. If you can't do that, the next best thing is to ask for customer reviews. Hopefully you're in you know, some market or industry that has so many people that just want to talk about it and they want to share how they use this product or you know, if for this cool car accessory, how cool their car is. So let people plug up their pictures of it really in action and how they used it. Um, another way you can do it is automate in some news feeds and some other fun stuff. But if you're going to be going down that path, you need to get a lot more sophisticated and do it the right way. Because I say 9 out of 10 people that try to do these data feeds and slice and dice and just get aggregated information end up pissing people off. Um, I believe it was this week Tim Converse made a post. Uh, he's the Yahoo spam god. Okay, He hates spam more than Matt Cutts, if you can believe it. But Tim Converse, and he actually called out these websites that have no unique information. They simply aggregate pieces of information from all around the web. So if you're doing that, the search engines really don't look too happy at you, and they're going to get a lot harder with it. And they're already pretty smart on how to find these people that don't have anything helpful or useful or new to offer. So if you're using data feeds, just, again, make sure you have your own personal style to it. Don't just use it. And if you're really good with the manufacturer and you're driving them a lot of sales, say, look, I want access to a data feed that no one else has or that only two or three other people have. Okay? So that way you're not using the generic one that a thousand other people have. And if the manufacturer really values the amount of traffic and sales you're sending them, he will do business with you and he will give you the special stuff. Um, I believe that's about it. Um, let me do a quick look in the chat room. Uh, yep, that's it, everybody. I'm off to the bar early this week. See you and have a great week. Bye-bye.